Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Star Wars 7x7, episode 1276. Today, the year in review for Lucasfilm. I think tumultuous would probably be a legitimate word to use based on everything that has happened with Lucasfilm this year. Punch it, Chewie. This is Todd Vander Hayden. I'm a national Canadian television anchor with CTV News and a syndicated radio host. And you're listening to Star Wars 7x7, the only daily Star Wars podcast. Hey, Rebel Rouser. Welcome to Star Wars 7x7. I'm your host, Alan Voivod. And the year 2017 was similar to the year 2016 in the sense that it was bookended by some very successful movies. In the case of 2017, Rogue One was finishing up its run in January and February of this year and was an outstanding success, a great kickoff to the Star Wars standalone movies that are going to become the heart of the Disney and Lucasfilm enterprise going forward, considering that we are wrapping up the sequel trilogy and the Skywalker saga in just a couple of short years. And then the end of the year, despite all the drama around the segment of the fan base that has been rallying against it and creating the horrible audience scores for it online, The Last Jedi is absolutely and unquestionably a box office success. Now, I'm recording this episode a couple of days in advance of New Year's Eve so that I can be off with the family for New Year's Eve and enjoy and party and not have to worry about making sure that I get a podcast done on that particular day. So I don't have the updated numbers to today when you could be hearing the episode for you, but it's pretty much a done deal that the sucker is going to cross 1 billion worldwide, and that will solidly put it in the top 10 highest grossing movies of all time. Chances are it is going to bypass Rogue One, which is sitting in the number seven spot, and yeah, wouldn't it be amazing to have two Star Wars movies in the top five highest grossing movies of all time? I think that would be spectacular. It just needs to beat Marvel's The Avengers at $623 million to make that milestone from the domestic standpoint. I won't get into the whole domestic, international, all-time combined, all of that stuff any more in detail than that. But suffice it to say that... Despite all the controversial headlines that have popped up around the release of The Last Jedi, the fact is is that it is still making money hand over fist, and it is a very successful Star Wars movie. All of the audience polling and the exit interviews coming right out of the theater suggest that it is way more popular with fans than what you might be seeing online. But this whole business with The Last Jedi is really just the latest in a string of very high-profile you know, I don't want to say negative events, but certainly 
they were bumps in the road for Lucasfilm. They were events that they probably wouldn't have wanted to happen the way that they happened, and yet they did. They did. This year, 2017, saw the removal of Chris Miller and Phil Lord from the Han Solo movie and the hiring of Ron Howard to come in and complete the job, which by all reports has been done in about as smooth a fashion as you could ever hope for. And he became the big de facto ambassador for Solo, a Star Wars story, who won, I would say, just about near universal acclaim with his posts on Twitter and Instagram from behind the scenes of the production of a Star Wars story, of Solo, a Star Wars story, excuse me. And then later on in the year, Jack Thorne, who is probably best known for working on the script for the stage play Harry Potter and the Cursed Child, he came on board to work on the script of Episode Nine. Colin Trevorrow had been working on that with his writing partner, Derek Connolly. And ultimately, they were asked to leave the project. There was a parting of the ways between Colin and Derek and Lucasfilm and now we have J.J. Abrams and Chris Terrio on board. J.J. returning to the franchise to finish what he started and bringing along a pal whose most recent screenwriting credit is Justice League. Now, uh, <laughs> I don't know what you want to do with that. Personally, I am going to give the gentleman the benefit of the doubt and say, hey, let's see how it turns out because... Yeah, maybe Justice League isn't the thing you totally want to judge him by. I mean, looking at his IMDb page, he was also a writer of uh, Batman v Superman Dawn of Justice. Okay, all right. <laughs> so maybe this is worrisome. Well, he did actually win an Oscar for his screenplay for Argo, and apparently DC thinks well enough of him that they brought him back to do Justice League Part 2. So, eh. Jury's out, but I'd say let's give the gentleman the benefit of the doubt. And certainly working with J.J. Abrams is a very good thing. So that was just the movie front. Thankfully, the TV situation was a lot calmer by comparison, although we did get some rather sad news in 2017. The fact that Star Wars Rebels will be ending with Season 4, which means that 2018 will see the final episodes of Star Wars Rebels, and hopefully, hopefully there's been no word announced as of yet, hopefully there will be a new TV series that will follow afterward. I mean, they came up with Rebels after they came up with Clone Wars, so hopefully they will come up with something else to fill the void of TV stuff. And we also know that they are working on a live-action Star Wars series as well. We learned that in 2017. That is very exciting stuff. And books-wise, we had some remarkable moments as well this year, including the return of Timothy Zahn to the book universe with his Thrawn novel. And we also had a fantastic Phasma novel from Delilah Dawson. The Claudia Gray Leia novel was spectacular too. And then, of course, it was the 40th anniversary of Star Wars this year, and they put out From a Certain Point of View, which was the book of 40 short stories focused on side characters throughout A New Hope. That was a fantastic fantastic collection and oh my gosh it expands your idea of star wars and what's going on there by leaps and bounds it is really a remarkable book so those two areas with books and tv the folks at lucasfilm have done a continuously spectacular job not to say that they weren't doing a spectacular job with the movies or anything it's just you know it wasn't rife with issues that people could get their claws and hooks into and go oh my gosh what's going wrong and questioning the leadership of kathleen kennedy and all that stuff oh boy and also on the video front they've been doing very well too the star wars show continuing on youtube as well as a new series called science and star wars that's been pretty fun as well 
The gaming front has actually created its own share of controversy in 2017 as well, particularly the loot boxes and the, oh gosh, what is the word for it? It just flew out of my head. Um, microtransactions. That's it. Yes, I paused the recording to go look that up. I could have removed the hemming and hawing over forgetting what it was, but somehow that just seemed dishonest to do. So anyway, microtransactions with Battlefront 2 and how much it was going to cost to unlock major characters from a gameplay standpoint, even if you weren't spending money on the games. Like, that all went haywire, and they hosted an Ask Me Anything on Reddit featuring three folks from Battlefront. Uh, And, oh man, that actually was rather brutal as I understand it. And ultimately, good for them that they went into the breach and decided to answer people's questions as best they could, and they made changes. They were responsive to the fans' requests to say, hey, the way that you have created this system is really ludicrous. But the whole microtransaction thing is actually actually gaining ground as a serious issue that governments around the world are starting to look at. And I don't think that can be a bad thing. I mean, this is something that probably hasn't had any oversight of any kind on it whatsoever. So it's probably not a bad thing to have somebody asking some questions about it and somebody asking that, you know, actually has some teeth in their mouth that they can use for dealing with situations like this to make sure that they don't run away with the whole concept. I'm not suggesting that EA or anybody associated with Battlefront 2 is in fact doing that. I'm just saying from a global gaming perspective, because I know, for example, with uh, Destiny 2, there are people who are absolutely out of their mind incensed over the microtransaction system that's happening with that video game. So yeah, being able to bring this topic up and address it is definitely not a bad thing. And what was the biggest Star Wars news story of 2017? Well, I've got the answer to that one, or at least my answer to it after the break. Stay tuned. This podcast is brought to you by Nissan Intelligent Mobility. And I guess the best way you can think about Nissan Intelligent Mobility is to kind of equate it to having an astromech right inside your car, right? You know, the X-Wings will have astromechs, but in this case, it's not going to plot your hyperspace jump for you. What it is going to do, what Nissan Intelligent Mobility is going to do is things like automatic emergency braking and blind spot warnings and Nissan's new ProPilot Assist to keep you centered in your lane. And it begins the journey toward autonomous driving with advanced driver assist technologies. You can learn more about it at sw7x7.com slash NIM. Yeah, that's the initials for Nissan Intelligent Mobility. Once again, that's sw7x7.com slash NIM. Welcome back. So certainly the news of Phil Lord and Christopher Miller's departure from Solo, a Star Wars story, could be the biggest news story, or it could be the replacement of Colin Trevorrow on Episode Nine and J.J. Abrams coming back into the trilogy to be able to finish off what he started. You know, those are certainly qualifiers for the biggest story of 2017, the release of The Last Jedi to near-universal critical acclaim as well. But I think the story that bears flagging the most is one that was given probably the largest amount of ink compared to the amount of announcement there actually was about it. And that would be the announcement of Ryan Johnson as the creator of a new trilogy of Star Wars movies and the writer-director of the first movie in this trilogy. Now, it was only a couple of lines in Robert Iger's prepared remarks for his investment call, the earnings call, but 
man oh man the ratio of stuff printed about this whole news compared to just the short length of Iger's announcement is just insane and deadline hollywood was doing an interview with him and ron bergman ron bergman excuse me who is his longtime producer asking about how this came about and ultimately Ryan Johnson gave the pitch. He said, this is what the pitch was. And here, I'll just give it to you verbatim from Deadline Hollywood. The question asked of him, was it an idea you pitched or one Kathy Kennedy brought to you? And Ryan responded, basically, we were getting towards the end of working on this movie and we were all just looking at each other and saying, how do we keep working together? I basically said to Kathy, you know, the most interesting thing for me would be this. A new trilogy, go new places, meet new people, whole new blank slate. That was the entirety of the pitch and she was really excited about it. It's crazy, unquote. And hopefully that's as literal as it sounds. I mean, if there's anything that you could potentially fault the Star Wars stories on so far, it's for playing it safe in a way. I mean, it's almost necessary for them to do that, though. So you can't even really complain about it or hold it as a mark against them because if they're going to kick off into these stories that are not Skywalker stories that don't involve laser swords getting waved around and whatnot, then you might as go with something you might as well go with something as familiar as possible. And so Han Solo's backstory and so the preparation of the Death Star and its arrival in galactic power and politics. And it's still an open question as to whether we're going to get another Star Wars story in 2020 or if there's going to be a bit of a break and it picks up at some later point. Ryan is just in the beginning stages of creating this whole thing, so it's hard to say when we're actually going to get our first one of these. Now, Leland Chi, who is the holocron keeper for Lucasfilm and part of the Lucasfilm Story Group, has said on Twitter, not necessarily straight directly, but basically implied very strongly, Strongly that, you know, we're all lucky to be living in this time where there's movie after movie after movie, but it wasn't always the case, and nobody has promised us that it will be the case from now on, right? We are just lucky to be living in a world where we have a new Star Wars movie every year, but we might actually arrive at a situation where it's not going to be every year, and we do have to be cool with that. So it could be a while, but. All of that, and when you consider the fact that it is an eight-figure bet, probably $12 billion or more in revenue on Ryan Johnson when The Last Jedi was still months away from being in theaters that they placed this bet on him, I'd say that has to make it the biggest Star Wars story of the year. But if you think there was another story that was bigger or more remarkable or more deserving of being named as the top Star Wars story of 2017, then by all means, let me know what you think at the comments at the blog post for this show's episode at SW7X7.com. That is going to do it not only for today's podcast, but for all podcasts in 2017. And we're going to kick off the year with looks ahead at what we've got on deck for movies and TV and comics and games and books and all that stuff in the coming days. So 2018 is going to be another fun year of Star Wars, and I'm looking forward to sharing that fun with you. A lot of Star Wars storytelling that's going to be happening that you and I get to talk about. It's going to be really cool. If you are out celebrating on New Year's Eve, I hope you have a safe and joyous time out there, and I really look forward to connecting with you in 2018. Again, thank you as always for listening, and may the Force be with you wherever in the world you may be. 
Thanks for listening to another episode of Star Wars 7x7. And hey, before you engage those Star Destroyers at point-blank range, check out SW7x7.com for show notes, links, photos, videos, and more. And we'll be able to do even more with the show for you with your support at patreon.com slash SW7x7. It's not the shortest offensive of all time, it's Destiny Unleashed. This podcast is not endorsed or sponsored yet by Lucasfilm Limited, Disney, or 20th Century Fox. It is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. Star Wars, the Star Wars logo, all names and pictures of Star Wars characters, vehicles, and any other Star Wars related items are registered trademarks and or copyrights of Lucasfilm Limited or their respective trademark and copyright holders. May the force be with them. All original content is copyright 2017 Star Wars 7x7. We hope you love it.